0: I've definitely had friends who have had friends who have committed suicide. Every time, like, it just shocks me. It's not less of a shock every time I hear about it.
1: You're listening to the Mental Health Download from the nonprofit Mental Health Association, Oklahoma. I'm Matt Gleason. Each month on our program, we take on one of four topics that are too big to ignore. Mental illness, suicide, incarceration, and homelessness. Today, the CEO of Mental Health Association Oklahoma, Mike Bros, and I are talking with Sophie Pazo. Sophie is a Tulsa teenager who will share her thoughts on the stigma of mental illness, suicide, and the critical role teens like her play in making a big difference in the community. Okay, let's get started. The Mental Health Download starts now.
2: Well, today on Mental Health Association Mental Health Download Podcast, uh, I've got guest uh, Sophie Pazzo with me, and Sophie is a very, very special guest. She's uh, chairing our new, brand new, developing youth advisory board, and of course, that's uh, also affiliated with the Youth Philanthropy Initiative. Now, Sophie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I'm Sophie Pazzo. I'm a junior at Casha Hall. I'm I'm involved in a lot of things. Um, I run cross country and track. I'm a part of the Youth Philanthropy Initiative. Um, I'm one of the founding members of Teens On Board Tulsa. I also participate in student council, acceptance and inclusion club, safe team, key club. But yeah, I'm really involved in my community and my school.
2: Take a minute, if you don't mind, and tell us tell us. start with the, the Philanthropy Initiative and then how the Youth Advisory Board is developed uh, off of that, and then we'll, we'll kind of, I got some more questions from there.
0: Sure, Mike. So, um, the Youth of Th- Philanthropy Initiative is a three-year program that is funded by the Schusterman Foundation, and so every year there's a new cohort, and I'm a part of cohort 10. Basically, you spend the first year of your project deciding what you want to do with the $30,000 that has been um, given to fund your project. And so after researching a whole bunch of different ideas that could impact our community, we decided on establishing youth boards into nonprofits all around the Tulsa community. So Mike and I started talking. The, The mental health board was actually the first board for teens on board Tulsa which is our project and we have just been working ever since. There's eight of us and we're anywhere from sophomores to juniors.
2: Um, One of the things that's been kind of a dilemma for me in working with you guys you guys are under a lot of pressure. At school I hear you guys talk about it, you take these really hard AP courses, Um, you guys are all you know, really high performers. And I always say, well, we're the Mental Health Association. I'm always <laughs> worried about your mental health. And uh, so I, I'm really, i really, we, we kind of laugh about it, but I'm really serious about it. And so, it, it, but it's just been wonderful to work with you guys. To, you know, talk a little bit about, to the listeners, about what what do uh, uh, young people your age, uh, what do you guys think about when the topic of mental health comes up? What, what do you think about around that?
0: Yeah, so the problem is that the topic doesn't really come up. I mean, I notice that the youth I'm surrounded by, like it's mental health is always perceived as something negative. Like if you talk about it, I mean, no one just really talks about it. They keep all their feelings in. And I think that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have this board so we can get out our perspective that mental health Awareness is important, and it's okay to have mental health-related issues because we all do. And so that's really one of the main purposes of wanting to have this board.
2: You know, I, I as a mental health professional myself, and of course I have got a few years on you here, so here I am, it's my job to uh, work with teens, their families, what have you. What is it about mental health-related things that you would like to adults and parents to know about? Sometimes we think we know, but we're kinda, I think if we're honest, we're kinda guessing a little bit.
0: One of the main things that is sort of overlooked is that even kids like me and like my friends who are very high achieving and seeing that like nothing is wrong with us, that even we suffer from mental health related issues. I mean, I know personally I am I'm like always anxious, I'm so stressed out about school, about track, about all my extracurricular activities, and I think that's important for adults to know. Really what we want to do is to spread positive messages, sort of just being open to the youth and to the community about these issues so youth and people like us know that it is okay and that we all suffer from these issues. Another thing we were talking about, though, that I think is different and cool is maybe like having some of our friends share their personal experiences. So, for example, having a picture of our friend, and it doesn't have to be too deep or just whatever they'd be willing to share, and using that as a caption so people can see real-world experiences of mental health-related issues, and sort of we just want to use this social media platform is an outlet, so people know that it's okay to have these issues.
2: What just even doing this process, and thinking about how to help and support your friends, what has that done for you, say, personally?
0: I mean, I've always sort of been involved with the Mental Health Association, but I guess I just really started becoming more aware of how mental health affects all of my friends, and even myself. And I've had some conversations with my friends, and they've been really open to me. And it's just been like a really meaningful experience to really have these conversations that, in the past, I would have never really thought of having with my friends. It's just been a really eye-opening experience.
2: I know uh, you guys have. I mean, again, I just I've told you guys many times how much I just love. That you let me hang with you a little bit. I feel like I'm like one of the gang. I'm not, but I uh, like to believe that I am, but it's kind of fun. And uh, it really also just that you guys are just amazing people in terms of, um, you know, what you're bringing forth about mental health and awareness uh, for the future. It's incredibly encouraging because in my career and lifetime, um, again, you guys are struggling to talk about it and in my generation, it's even worse.
1: Mike, so what, what year did you graduate high school?
2: Well, uh, that would be <laughs> 1973. Okay, uh-huh. and
1: so let's say Sophie's a junior in high school, so you're a junior in high school in 1972. Uh, what is the stigma of mental health like back then? And what, and suicide and all of these issues that Sophie's generation seems to be more open about talking about, what was it like back then?
2: Well, i don't think we talked to i don't i don't ever remember the word mental health ever being used uh in 1972 73 um i'm sure someone did i didn't hear about it um you know i, I think i can look back and see where uh, there were probably behaviors going on that we were self-medicating uh which by the way is still going on today uh, we don't always uh, connect uh, the dots and uh, when you're that age, it's hard to connect the dots and see. Hey, we're out partying and uh, using various substances, possibly, and that we're actually in effect self-medicating our feelings or whatever. But we didn't really use that term. Now, I, you know, uh, was going through some personal things not too long after that, um, and uh, related to more grief and loss of a parent, that kind of thing. But, um, but I don't really think we. Um, i don't I don't think we talked about it at all, and so uh, I think in that sense, you can see now where Sophie, her peers her friends uh young people her age they're very aware they may not like to talk about it or be comfortable, but when you say mental health, they know what you're talking about um they're very aware of it they you talk about depression, they are aware of it uh substance abuse uh, they Know exactly what you're talking about, so I think that's in in the culture has really changed since when I was Sophie's age in that in that realm.
0: I I agree. I mean, I was gonna say the same things. I know earlier I said that. I mean, I never really heard any like no one really spoke about it. But my generation is aware of what these issues are. It's just that we're not comfortable. not comfortable expressing them and speaking about them openly and that is what I hope will change.
1: You know these are always tough tough conversations to have but they're ones that we must have. Do you know anyone um, or someone at at Casha Hall who has died by suicide? Have you heard stories of students that have been lost to suicide and you know what is you know what what is your hope for preventing future suicides?
0: I've definitely had who have had friends who have committed suicide. Every time, like, it just shocks me. It's not less of a shock every time I hear about it, and I just hope that this board and hopefully future youth advisory boards can really help to help this issue.
1: So one of the big things that kind of came up in the last few years is the 13 Reasons Why.
0: Are you yeah. familiar with that mm-hmm. on
1: Netflix? Um in a way it contributed to contagion of yeah. suicide. What were your thoughts on 13 Reasons Why? Did it trigger anything in you to make you think, oh, I'm, I, I wish they had been more thoughtful about suicide prevention?
0: Yeah, so I read the book and then two years later, around when the TV series came out, I was really surprised. I was like, oh, I remember this. And I think especially like on Netflix, where every, you know everybody's going to watch it, it, it it like really surprised me. I mean, just like all the memes and stuff like on Instagram about it. I I mean, sort of like what you were saying, I don't think they realized what an impact it was going to have on my generation and other generations. But
1: What were you concerned about specifically?
0: Well, I just think one of the things, I mean, I saw on Instagram um I saw, like, memes of the, of the TV show sort of, like, portraying suicide as, like, a joke. I mean, I don't know if it's that intense, but there were memes that sort of seemed disrespectful to the issue of suicide. And I, I just imagined myself as someone who was struggling from these issues, and I wouldn't have wanted to see these things on Instagram Suicide is definitely not something that should be joked about because it is not a joke and it is extremely important and um, if people are struggling with this issue that it's not something they should just put off and they should talk to someone responsible who they trust and should try to get help.
1: So, so we you, the youth board had the opportunity to um, go through what's called teen screen, yes. and that is a it's a very simple online screening where you sit in front of a laptop, you have a pair of headphones on, you sit next to a mental health association mental health professional, do the quick screening, it flags warning signs of suicide, substance use, and any, any number of things. It's kind of a wellness check. We do that in Tulsa and Oklahoma City, but you guys, if you wanted to understand it for yourself before you could really advocate for it. You needed to understand what it was like for yourself. So what was that like for you? What did you think about the teen screen screening?
0: So for me, my results were pretty much what I thought it would be. Um, I think for some of my other friends, having that conversation after their results was really important for them. It sort of just helped them discover more about themselves um, related to these mental health issues. And I know the people I've talked to who have gone and screened, they really like the experience and it was a good experience for them.
1: One of the things that I really want to talk to you about is how culture really plays a role in how young people view mental health and seeking help. Are there any celebrities uh, that have sort of inspired you to see, well, gosh, this person has been so open about their mental health? and that kind of gives me license to talk about it.
0: So I followed Demi Lovato on Instagram. She in the past has really struggled with mental health related issues and one day I just saw a post on her Instagram. It was talking about like how her struggles in the past and like how she had recovered and so I I started like reading through some of her posts and I started learning more about her that way and that really inspired me and then Lately, when she had her relapse, it just surprised me how open she was about it. She has really inspired me and a lot of my friends.
1: And then kind of on the other end of the spectrum are some of those negative things that are in pop culture that can cause what we call contagion, which is sort of copycat suicides and things like that, where like if, um, you know, Anthony Bourdain or Kate Spade when they mm-hmm. died. When those big pop culture instances happen, has that affected you um, at all? And maybe giving you an opportunity to talk about suicide more?
0: I will say after there have been, the you know, these horrible instances when celebrities have committed suicide, it does allow, I don't know if it allows, but my friends start to talk more about their mental health-related issues. Like, it's just like because it's happening in pop culture, I guess it gives them license to think that it's okay to talk about it.
1: Do you feel like you would be able to, if someone came to you and you're like, "Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe I have depression. Do you think your peers would feel comfortable having that conversation with someone? Or is there a lot of stigma still on mental illness in high schools?
0: I mean, I definitely think that there is still stigma, but I think my generation is more willing to talk to each other. I don't think that our first option necessarily would be to go to an adult. I think we are more open with each other because we're experiencing many of the same conflicts. I think we're more open to discussing these issues with each other.
1: That's great. So my last question for both of you, and I'm going to ask you both of you, but Mike, say that right now there's, um, you know, there's a teenager who maybe want to... Sophie's classmates, who's like, hey, I heard Sophie's on this podcast and maybe doesn't know even what the topic is, but it's like, oh, I love Sophie. Um, and, but they, they get talking about these really, you know, they're listening to us, and, you know, they realize, oh, my gosh, you know, I have been having thoughts of suicide, and I haven't told anybody, or, you know, I'm really worried that maybe I do need help from my depression. Speak to that person. Tell them what you want them to do.
2: Well, I think, you know, uh, again, you, you've got to get it out of your, it's got to come out uh you got to uh, yeah you got to ask somebody for help and for someone say Sophie's age that may be that first message may be to one of their friends we're trying to communicate uh you know okay come on uh i'm going to help you you're my friend i got you we don't want you to do anything uh to harm yourself uh let's go get you some help and sometimes we have to stand in the gap so to speak and be able to do that as adults, but, but young people, Sophie's age, they've got to, you know, be able to do that also. And also, I would just add in, is a lot of times when I talk to young people, I will talk about threat of suicide as the secret that can't be kept. Secrets are a big deal uh, among uh, adolescent age, teenage age. Uh, you know, we don't, I'm going to tell you something, but you've got to promise me first, not you won't tell anybody. Okay, I promise, because that's human nature, we say, because we want to hear what it is. And so we say that, and then, oh, I'm thinking about killing myself, or I'm making plans to kill myself. So that is a secret that can't, that's the one that can't be kept. And so uh, then that's what we got to communicate. You know, it's it seems like it's human nature with someone Sophie's age or someone my age, doesn't matter, is that we're really not that good at times at taking care of our own selves. But we are very, very good at taking care of others and looking out after each other. These young people, I have learned over and over again, uh, they will do anything to help and in, in, in take care of their friends. So that's what we're counting on. That's what we're trying to develop, that message. Uh, we're here to help uh, you can ask for help your friends are going to take care of each other so we're trying to play on that and we want the listeners of the mental Health download today with this program to hear that that helps available it works it make things are going to get better there is hope and we're here to assist them and we certainly want the listeners of the podcast to call mental health association oklahoma um, as a, one of the sources of places where they can turn to
1: so sophie same question you're, um, you have the opportunity to listen to someone who's feeling vulnerable right now, and they, you know, they need someone to give them some encouragement, one of your peers. Um, what do you tell them?
0: I mean, that's a hard question. I'd originally, what I would do is I'd just talk to them, let them, let their feelings out, and then I would definitely 100% suggest for them to get help I don't know I think it's such a stigma that if people in my generation tell adults that they have some mental health related issue that they're gonna look at them as someone different especially like if it's someone who has like really good grades and involved in a lot of activities I just don't I think that they think that that's gonna go away if they tell an adult but I would talk to them let them explain their feelings and then I would Suggest them to help someone like Mike who doesn't seem like authority who'd be willing to help them out in some way, or anyone really at the Mental Health Association.
2: Well, Sophie Pazzo, again, uh, thank you so much for being our guest here on the Mental Health Download. We hope to talk to you again in the future.
0: Thank you, Mike. I'm so excited.
1: Thanks again to Mike and Sophie. We really appreciate you both being here today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and consider a gift to support our mission. You can donate to Mental Health Association Oklahoma at mhaok.org. and Don't forget that you can listen to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and many of your favorite podcast apps. The Mental Health Download is distributed by Mental Health Association Oklahoma. Okay. Go do good things.